It's Loving the Strange with Carrie Jones and Sean Farrar. Loving the Strange, a podcast for weirdos and those who want to be weirder. Embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Loving the Strange. Check us out. Hey! Hey, baby! Hey everyone, it's our first episode of Loving the Strange, which is our podcast, short podcast, not to be confused with dogs who are smarter than people, but they are. Um, And this podcast, in our very first episode, it's just Sean and I, and we're married people, and we're both strange, and I'm a writer, and Sean is not a writer. He's just a human being, which is way better. Um, And this podcast isn't about writing, and it's not about life tips, and it's really inspired about how Sean and I are such opposites about so many things, yet we still love each other, and that's kind of strange, and there's got to be some kind of weird lesson in there, right? So it's unscripted and fun, and it's just meant to make you feel like you're hanging out with two weird people talking about strange things for a half hour on a Friday night or a Saturday morning or whenever you listen to this. And for our first podcast, which Sean's in charge of, we thought we'd talk about the places that you feel called to you for weird reasons, like a land or a region or a building. It's kind of like deja vu, but it's almost bigger than that. Right, Sean? That's right. Excuse me. First off, let me say that writers are people too. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I had this, I had this thought for the idea for the podcast when uh, I was watching Swamp People. (laughs) On the on television, which and, is why we're opposites, honestly. Which is why we're opposites. Uh, yeah. You're you're actually a southern girl at heart, baby. Don't deny it. But yeah, but I, I like really, sweet tea. You like shrimp and grits. I do. You like anything? You like biscuits and sausage gravy. I do. Yeah, you like all kinds of southern food, don't you? And that just magically takes all the New England like right out of me. And no, no, no. You're okay. a good blend. You're a good blend. But my point was when I, I was watching Swamp People and I was like, geez, that, you know, that's that's really where I belong. And it gave me the idea. In the swamp. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's You've said it yourself when we go on vacation down south. What do you say to me? You're so happy, baby. I I've wish you were always been... this happy. Exactly. Yeah. And, that, and that's the point of my idea for this is when people – and it doesn't have to be a place. It could be a person yeah. or, or, or a picture or, or anything that makes people feel like, oh, I've never been there, but I have some connection or mm. I have some connection with this person, even though I I just bumped into them at the coffee shop or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> so where does that come from? What do you think? I don't know. Do you think it's strange that people like you personally like the South and you're from the South? So that doesn't seem terribly strange to me. Well, well, no, no. But it's more than that. It's not because I've never spent time on the bayou in Louisiana. Yeah. My my ancestors were forced to exile there, actually. Yes, I know. We don't. This is a positive broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
but it's more than that. When I, it's just an overall comforty, comforting feeling like that's home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I'm not a southern person. I'm from Florida, so I'm not like uh, I wasn't a surfer. I went to the beach rarely because I'm so fair skinned. You know what I mean? You're so, ready in winter, honey. You're ready in winter in Maine. True. So yeah, my skin tone is red. <laughs> but, um, and I know, even though you said you don't, that you do have theories on this stuff, and I think you tend to lean towards genetic memory. Yeah. So, why don't you tell me about that? Oh, people are gonna think I'm weird, but um, no. they already do think I'm weird, and that's the whole point, right? Like embracing your weird and your strange. Um, I think that sometimes people have this ancestor memory. Um, and sometimes it's in your DNA. And you just like have this f- attachment to places. I was once on a, a cruise ship. Not with Sean. Um, and it was a, and I know cruise ships are bad. And it was a long time ago. But no judging. So I, we went from like Belgium and in the Netherlands and France to England and Ireland and then across. And while the cruise ship was going by these giant cliffs in the United Kingdom, I was overcome with like sadness and there was no reason, but I was like, I'm leaving home. And it was just like this massive feeling of being connected. Like you felt to the swamp. I feel to the, I felt to those cliffs, right? And there's no real logical reason for me to feel that way, to feel that connection. And so you're like, well, what is it? Is like the vibrations of the land? Is it like maybe some of your ancestors came from there? If there's past lives, is it it because you have a past life memory? Like, what is it that makes you feel that link? You know, is it just that you saw a cool picture of it when you were two and you're like, oh, I cried because then mommy spanked me because I wet my diaper or whatever, you know, like what is that connection, you know? And um, that's happened to me. My weirdest story about that happening to me was um, I was a really poor kid and I grew up in New Hampshire and I saved all my money to go on this group trip to France and Spain um, with high school for a week and a half, I think. And um when I was on that trip, I was super poor and I couldn't, I didn't have enough money to pay for lunches. I could only have the free breakfast um, because I didn't, I didn't save enough money for food. I only saved enough money to pay for the trip. And uh, when I was there, uh, there's this palace called the Palace of Versailles. And it was before the internet because we're so old. Um, <laughs> it's just true, babe. it's true, we're old. Um, and I was walking with everyone through the Palace of Versailles and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this. I remember this. And I started like saying what the next room was going to be, which freaked out the people that I was with. So I stopped saying it because it was just, I was already weird. I didn't really need to be weirder and it was freaking me out. And um, I had all these weird feelings being in there. That makes no sense either unless it's, you know, some... Genetic memory? It's common. It's common when I was researching this subject. Yeah. That was something that I saw quite a bit. Most people would go someplace they've never been before and be like, look at a map of the town one time and like all of a sudden it's like they've lived there their whole life. They're just going everywhere, you know, different destinations. Like they don't even, they don't even need to find their way there anymore. They just know how to get there. 
Like our daughter Emily is with everywhere she goes, except what? for Texas. Well, you're pretty good with that too. That's just a good. That's just a good internal compass and stuff. But I think this is a little different because Emily, you're gonna you're gonna wash out our whole theory if you say that <laughs> you're connected to everywhere Sorry. in the world. But uh, um, our first comment on the Streamyard from Fiona McIntosh was oh. epigenetic memory ancestors oh. in your DNA. So don't. See? People are never going to think you're weird. That's that's what this podcast is all about, baby. All right. All yeah. right, But there's all kinds of different theories for this. Uh, yeah. Reincarnation, which I guess would be sort of genetic. I mean, quite genetic, but. I don't know if it's genetic. Like, I don't think you have to reincarnate in your same family, do you? I guess that's true. If you if you come back to a different family, you're not going to carry the same gene set, are you? No, I don't no. want to reincarnate in my same family. So then, in your body, what would no carry? Offense. What would carry those memories or those, you know, for lack I, of a better word, memories? I don't know. Like, I don't if, know either. If there's such a thing as psychic phenomena, right? Like tele like telepathy and telekinesis and just like foreshadowing and seeing the future and seeing the past, you know, if that exists, let's say, why wouldn't you be able to tap into the memories of a place? Oh, well you could. <laughs> and Fiona just made another comment and she said, What if you were reincarnated from a different species? Oh, my like, aunt Apple, my aunt Apple believed that she's dead now, so I can talk about her. Um, but she that's the only way I don't get sued in my family. They have to die first. Um, but Aunt Apple believed she was a reincarnated fig tree. A fig tree? Oh yeah. Oh mm -hmm. that's that's interesting. And yeah. Um, and that brings up another <laughs> You're just like, okay, whatever. Metaphysical people, they have what they couple do they call it your soul place. Yeah. And that can be anything, including Gandhi's was a tree, right? Oh, was it? I yeah. don't know. Yes. It, I'm pretty sure it was Gandhi's and his was a tree. So uh, I think you could be reincarnated from anything probably or attached uh, in that intimate way to anything. But it doesn't yeah. have to be a place either. What about a person? What about soulmates? Somebody, uh, like you connect with someone instantaneously, like no twin true flames. soulmates, like oh. like like you and me, baby. But <laughs> somebody that you feel because I'm gonna call you out on this stuff, so don't be embarrassed. But I don't want you to do this, baby. <laughs> you've told me. I thought we wanted to stay married, honey. Oh, we do, we do, we do. We'll be alright. Mm, we'll right. be getting close to the edge here. Boy. But it's like you know, you feel like you've been in a relationship with somebody in a past life or whatever. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know there's I mean? like this, like um, I don't know who I was just talking to this about this. Um, and it's not a place; it's a feeling. But you know, like when you're in bed with someone and like it's nighttime and your eyes are closed and you wake up but you're like in that groggy place yeah and you know someone's there next to you but you can't even remember that you're in your own bedroom that right. kind of place in your dream wake state and yep. you feel that person next to you and you don't think oh that's sean or oh that's carrie you just think of who that person's essence is kind of yeah. like that like a recognition right so if you can recognize a person, can you just recognize a place too? Is that where you're going? Oh, I'm, yeah, totally. I'm saying you can, <laughs> it, it can be anything at all. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I bet people even think that about pets or, or animals. Maybe they're not pets, but different animals. Like there are pets like reincarnate over and over and over again. Like you know other. people believe in pet reincarnation. I kind of believe in I need I to believe in it. I kind of need to because yeah. I don't think I could handle anything <laughs> if I didn't. Like I think Gabby is Tala is Bethy. All my great Pyrenees are Gabby right now. But she's yeah. going downhill with each incarnation. Like going yeah, downhill. Oh, yeah, her health like, is getting worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, they both had problems, so yeah, it, yeah. it's it's a uh, it's group that's collecting. Yeah, I think so. Yes. And like our most recent cat, we have two cats who are right. new. Who yes. are new? We. I'm not forgetting the old cat. Um and. Cloud, one of them, is exactly like my cat from my youth, Muffin. Like, when I would cry, like, Muffin could be anywhere outside. She was an outdoor cat back then. We had outdoor cats, but we don't now. And Muffin would, like, come and, like, run and bang on the window to get in the house. And she was, like, goofy, and she had no fear dogs. And, like, Cloud, like, I cried in the bathroom one day because um, I'm emo. And Cloud, like, was bashing against the bathroom door trying to get in um because i was crying which is not she doesn't normally try to get in the bathroom she's not that kind of cat she's a cool cat but she does smash against doors all the time well because she knows how to open them but she doesn't have like the the ability to move the doorknobs they're too slick so she runs and she jumps up and she tries really hard and the moment I met Cloud, I was like, I know this cat. This cat has to be mine. I know we already have two. So maybe that's a recognition, <laughs> you know, that strange feeling of like, I love this place. This place has, this being has a heart to me. Well, I have to, I have to take a second and recognize two comments. Again, <laughs> okay. from Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> what will like, we do with her? She seems like she's right in line with our our interest in something oh, cool. and she's talking about how how stones and and organic material remember things which is something that we hear all the time when we watch like the ghost hunting shows and stuff yeah. and how they can create an energy um and then this one's gonna make you super sad <laughs> but doug said it might be helpful later on note that oklahoma has started issuing hunting licenses for bigfoot <laughs> No. I have something to say about no. that. No. Why don't does fret. Doug want to break my heart, man? Don't fret, love. No Bigfoot will ever be shot, whether with a <laughs> license or without. Sean very much does not believe in Bigfoot, if you can't tell. And it, it's not that I don't want to. It's just that scientifically, there's not many creatures running around the North American continent that haven't been discovered yet, especially ones that are bigger than me. But anyways, oh, it says traps only, no injuries. Oh, I like that though. So That's all right. It's, it's gotta be like the world's biggest have a heart trap. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how, like, if Bigfoot, so she, even if it's just like not as big as everybody says it is, and it's just your size, but like Sean's around six six, and he has big shoulders, and he weighs a lot. Not because he's like he's just a healthy, strong man. Um, and like how big the trap would have to be to catch a Sean, like. Then to catch oh yeah, they wow. have to be able to walk in it, so it's got to be fairly large. And, and hey, you trapped me, and that's not big. Anyways, 
Oh, the misogyny. Okay, so that's not misogyny. That's a compliment. So moving on. <laughs> this is why we're opposites. Um. So uh, I want. I wanted to say something what you were talking about in bed when you're in that like zone between awake and still asleep because you know when you're asleep that's like a that's like a free mind space right nothing nothing has to make sense yeah and that's a a, a the the definition basically of liminality oh a liminal space yeah liminal yeah. space so where you're in that zone between the old and the new yeah but uh, I learned all this stuff today. I'm very proud Sunday. of you, baby. <laughs> somebody just asked if you were calling me a fat. <laughs> a what? Somebody asked if you were calling me fat. No. No. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's a new. I think she also. There's nothing wrong with whatever size you are. I think she also presented a new title for the next reality TV show to catch a Sean. It's. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that would be hysterical. Not really, not for a married dude. <laughs> That's, it would be really, really, really funny. Gabby is barking. Um, she doesn't like that idea. No, she doesn't. I'm going to have to get up and take care of Gabby. <laughs> oh, boy. Keep talking, Sean. <laughs> Come here. how unfair our marriage is and how we are opposites sean locked me not really locked me in the office with one dog and two cats and he's just out in the rest of the house with one very quiet dog named sparty and one cat fair, uh, fair. everybody can see that i'm sitting in a chair so i don't get to roam the house freely and the only way we can almost guarantee gabby's gonna be quiet is if she's in there with you you have to roam freely because then to hunt a Sean is not going to be a very good show. <laughs> That's, right. Uh, That's right. Yeah, definitely. That'd be a good show. Actually, I would enjoy that. Trying to avoid the traps. No romance or anything. <laughs> Just like literally trying to trap me. Anyways, let's get back to the, the topic here. Okay. And the topic oh. is loving strange things. Well, we're like, talking about strange stuff. No matter <laughs> We haven't gotten off topic. Sorry like, to interrupt that laces you know and like that deja vu feeling and where it comes from and how sean might love the swamp and i'm not really a swamp lover and because mosquitoes and stuff well i'm gonna fine-tune it for you it's not necessarily right. a swamp <clears throat> so you're watching swamp people i know but it's more like a warm climate brackish water area like a tidal area it doesn't have to be the swamp <laughs> Where you're living on a houseboat or your house is on stilts. Uh, Samantha said on Facebook, and I just peeked and I'm laughing hysterically and I no longer care any about anything you say, Sean, because she said, because she knows you so well that the bait could be chicken fried livers or fried right. chicken livers. I know. Truthful. <laughs> you're being too excited for the dog, love. Yeah. The truth, the truth of the matter is that trap would catch you. What? I said the truth of the matter is that trap would catch you. No, it wouldn't. Because you like it more than me. No. Oysters. Oysters would trap potatoes. I'm pretty cheap, honestly. Potatoes Fried chicken livers is another example of southern food that you absolutely love. You're not supposed to out me like that. But I think you're genetically connected to the South somehow. I'm not, though. I think you are. Okay. And uh, you're genetically connected. You're not even close to genetically connected to the North, buddy. 
No, I'm not. I don't like the North. There's, there's nothing up here that's ever made me feel at ease. I like it, and I like the people, but I don't have that, like, I can't watch it on TV and be like, oh, that feels like home. Or I can't mm. see a picture of it. And Even the beautiful landscape of Maine in the dead of summer. It's, Does it feel like home? No. But I you've can, lived here forever, Boo. I know. Mm. I know it. I mean, people grow accustomed to stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like people, people from the city, they miss the noise. They can't sleep without the constant background noise, but they still might find that place that totally feels like home to them that they've never been. That's not the city, you know? Yeah. It's, it's in your bones, so to speak. It's in your bones. And so then the question becomes like, how can it be in your bones if it's not where you're from? You know, like, why does it call to you? Is it something you've learned as a child? Is it something you read about and then romanticized? Is it, you know, in your DNA, like, what is it that makes it that way? I don't know. I would like everyone to know that I'm doing this entire podcast with my arm pulled behind my back to keep Gabby from going to the door because every time Sean laughs really hard, <laughs> our dog thinks something is, don't laugh, don't think something bad is happening out there and she has to go to her. <laughs> It's just because I'm the alpha love. Because she wants to back me up. Anyways, so. I'm the alpha. I'm the alpha. Look at me. I'm alpha. I'm in the office. I'm so alpha right now. You know, my upbringing, which I don't adhere to strictly nowadays, would definitely steer me away from, like, reincarnation. So I'm definitely definitely going to lean towards genetics. Because I'm not, like, narrow-minded. I'm open to all of this stuff. Even reincarnation, but... I, I'm pretty uh, sure you have an aunt who's into that boo. Like, yeah, yeah. So that aunt, did, like, that aunt didn't go to Pentecostal church with me when I was a kid either. Okay. Whereas I went to everything the opposite of a Pentecostal church. All, right. All I'm saying which is, which is that, why we're opposites again. You know. Yeah, you know I don't believe. It's not that I don't believe, but you know I don't adhere to those. Beliefs uh, so strongly nowadays. Um, and I'm, I'm way more open-minded, but I really think genetics has to play a big part in it. In that calling to a place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think. And and I'm not discounting reincarnation whatsoever. I I just think that as if you do discount it as a human being, then what do you have left? Trickle down, da- trickle down genetics. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I think you just made like a term. Well, how? What's the percentage? I like trickle down genetics, baby. I think you coined something. <laughs> I like it too. Yeah. Well, you and you study genetics quite a bit. So, what's the percentage of genetics that okay. are important? Yeah, you do. What's the percentage of genetics that are important? I it's don't a very, know that it's a very low percentage. Head. Thank you very much. But no, there's a whole bunch of junk DNA that exactly isn't activated, and so in that junk DNA is where you store all these, <laughs> all these uh, memories. Yes. Yes. Maybe it could be. You that's don't my, know. That's, that's my why. theory. That's my theory. okay. So Sean's theory in trickle down genetics, or is it trickle down DNA? No, it's trickle-down genetics. Okay. It works. <laughs> hey, other people can make up words. 
presidents make up words like w Bush, george w bush made up words all the time you're just no, being presidential no, babe. No, like, i'm it's making good. up real words <laughs> anyways uh, oh gosh. but the other cool aspect of this when you think like if you think about it not just you know loving the, the strange as in like why do you love that place but sometimes we love strange places like people love things that you know they go to and other people are like, Ooh, that's strange. Why do you love gas stations? And they'll be like, because I love the smell of gas. And you'll be like, why do you like the smell of gas? You know, or they'll be like, my favorite place is inside Walmart at the, in the produce aisle or the produce aisle right by the cabbage. And you'll be like, what, why? Like, so people love things that to other people feel strange constantly. And that's so cool. If you think about it, like how we can all have these normal places, sometimes like a gas station or a Walmart and love an aspect of that, you know, even that though other cool. people might think it's strange. <laughs> no, it's totally cool. And I think that's really the point of anything we do is just open mindedness and not being so narrow yeah. in, your, in your thoughts and, and, uh, you know, what makes other people happy if it doesn't make you happy? That doesn't necessarily mean it's negative or bad, as long as you're not hurting somebody. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So. What? <laughs> no, I, I was just, I, I ran out of gas there for a second. Did you run out of gas? That's because, Words. Words. Oh, word gas. Gas yeah. words? Yeah. yeah. You gonna go hang out at the gas station, refill, boop, boop, no, boop, boop, get well, some unleaded words in there, and you'll be I don't particularly like the smell of gas too much. Do you have any weird place, like normal weird place, other than a swamp that you like? That I like? Oh, yeah. like like a restaurant or something? Or, yeah, or, maybe or that something. other people don't really like or don't think of as like, oh, I love that place. Do you? Well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really like alleys. Oh, like well, talking about liminal spaces, you know, those places in between the buildings where like it feels like you could open a door and step into a magical portal or knock on a brick and like something could come out like a demon or a unicorn or a oh, yeah. foot or like where you can or like you go down an alley in a city that you're not you've never been to before and there's graffiti and all this cool major beautiful exciting art that's like wow how did that show up there or just like ferns coming out of the bricks sometimes like it's so cool i love alleys and most people think oh hypodermic needles Ugh. And yeah, you know, Bud Light bottles or something. I, and actually, you really, you you stimulated my brain there because you know that's some place <laughs> that I like, and it's not a place, but you know that when we travel and we go someplace that is different, more urban than what we're used to, that I love to go outside at like between one and three in the morning and just walk around and explore, right? Because that, to me. It doesn't feel like home. It's not like, oh, this is where I'm attached to. But it's so incredibly interesting. Yeah. Because the best things in the world happen at those times. <laughs> Between to Sean. Well, it's the most interesting. That's when you see. To Sean. What? Not to everybody, baby. It is to you. Well, I'm it's probably scary to a lot of people. And sometimes yeah. it is to me, too. But that's part of what makes it interesting. Yeah, man. 
Sam said you like living on the edge, and that's true. I do. Yeah, you do. But. Yeah. Fiona was like, are they junk that those DNA places are there? Do we just not what, know what they're doing? And I agree with that. I don't think, I think junk's a really derogatory name for our DNA. I, I can say, I can't, I want to say with 100% positivity, but I can't say that because I'm not a scientist, but I can't imagine. No, you're re- not. I can't imagine there's really any junk DNA. I think, I think we just don't understand it for sure. One man's junk is another woman's treasure. Or another man's treasure. I was trying to be a little bit less biased in the. Oh, I thought man, the man was more open-minded. <sighs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's like you know, all the old quotes are always "man, the man." You're right. The man, you're right. The you're man, right. You're right. Here I am trying to come out of my conservative shell. And I still what? get in trouble. I'm not oh. conservative. I'm trying to say. And that's why we're going to end the show now because it's been a half hour and we really thank you for listening. And we hope that you will join us every Saturday. I mean, Friday. And we have replays all the time soon. Um, and like and subscribe for the real podcast, I guess. Right? Ooh. Sean's oh, yeah. dancing. He's looking I, happy. I am so not ready to go. But I do want to <laughs> wanna say... Uh, Somebody, you have to go because Gavin's barking. First, I have to repeat this. (laughs) Doug just said, "Man, junk DNA is treasure." Yeah, (laughs) man. But anyways, I appreciate get together. Everybody that's tuned in and made the. We can't. I don't think it'd be half as fun without comments. So, so thank you. Thank you very, very much. And we're gonna do this again next Friday at seven. And this will be on iTunes and Spotify and all those places very soon, if and not we'll, tomorrow. And we hope you're all here. Yeah, thank you for being kind to us. We love you all. Out. We love Go you all. Get your strange on, man. Go get your strange on. Yeah, we're going to do it soon. Thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday. Live streaming Fridays. Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.